when you're ready let me know oh thank god okay um hello everyone welcome again to another exciting episode of between the lines i'm your host Ibukon. champions league started again this week we had a couple of top games psg madrid inter liverpool man city you know so we had a lot of games we also had in europa league i think we also had in conference league yep. this week had also crazy results in the premier league in la liga and you know syria and what have you um we also talked about the last recording we had was just before the super bowl so we're going to quickly touch on it this week is also the nba all-star weekend i've heard that this is the worst uh, slam dunk contest in history there, there were no 50s <laughs> it was terrible and our own Nigerian blessing or got a 10 year ban. So, so it's an absolutely packed show. We're going to be touching on all this. Olisa, um, Olua Shegon are here to, with me for us to go through these various features and news topics. What's up, guys? Yes, yeah, all good. All good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, a lot right, of stuff happened. So, yeah, I was, uh, I'll, I'll just get into. Uh... Yeah, the, the cons- continental continental football. So yeah, I mean, obviously you touched on it. Uh, Champions League was a return this week for the for the round of round of sixteen. Um, in the in the first the first um, the, the, they do it like this week is going to be the first round of games, and then next week is going to be the the second round of games. So uh, this last week had PSG against Real Madrid. Uh, PSG. Uh, 1-0, 1-0 victory, last minute victory with an you know I, I'm guessing everybody has seen this, but with the Mbappe goal, uh yeah against the uh, uh, Madrid in the last like, dying seconds. And then in the other the other game, um, Man City beats Sports in Lisbon five 0 uh, Bernardo Silva, Sterling, guessing, guessing on score sheets, and then Salzburg, um yeah they they held Bayern to a one one draw. And then Inter lost to Liverpool. It's not really, that game wasn't really a smash and grab per se, but it was like I mean Inter was really they were they were threatening. They, not that they were you know really carving Liverpool open, but they were threatening. But I mean at the end of the day, you know just quality quality you know showed itself with with uh, Liverpool grabbing two goals, uh, Firmino and Salah. So yeah, that was uh, that was what happened in the the Champions League games and then the Europa League games. Uh, Barcelona, I mean there for the first time since. 2003, 2004, something like that. Before, I think it was before Gavi and Pedro and all these guys were born. Uh, yeah, they're back in the Europa League. Um, they, they drew 1-1 to Napoli. And then the other, I guess, uh, another good game that happened was uh, Dortmund against Rangers. Uh, they lost, Dortmund lost uh, 2-4, or rather Rangers won 4-2 against uh, Dortmund. So yeah, that was it. And there's a couple conference league games, but um, yeah, less said about that competition, the better one, to be honest. <laughs> All right, let's 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 quickly touch on what happened with um with the PSG Madrid game. I felt Ancelotti didn't get his tactics right, and and I don't say that too many times. He didn't get his tactics right over the last couple of games. He's not gotten his tactics right. I felt like the game against um, Villarreal versus Madrid, he should have started Valverde. Um, he should have started the the. The midfield three of Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. That was the kind of game they would play. And then in this second game against um, PSG, it should have been Modric, Valverde, Tumio, and Casemiro because 
that game needed legs. And at least Modric has a bit more legs than uh, Cruz. Cruz can cover ground, yes, but he's not quick. And they hurried him and he, he couldn't play his football. So, And of course, they shouldn't have started Benzema. Benzema didn't look fit at all. At all. Yeah. At all. They could have just stuck even Gary Bill up front and said, you know what? Just do something. If it happens, it doesn't. It happens. PSG deserved to win the game. Verratti makes a huge difference in that midfield, especially when he's playing. The game, of course, it started well with Mbappe killing Cavaya all night long. He destroyed that guy. Even when this guy came off, it uh, was what was the name of that right back? Lucas Vazquez. He was he beat him yeah. for the goal and everything. It destroyed that back line all night long. It wasn't even like they were even playing, playing a high line, but his ability to even find the right spaces behind, you know, just behind and everything. Which is ironic because. because... I was going to say that's yeah. ironic because that, that's that's the major question that people have of him is that you know he can't be low blocks, but he does just consistent. Yeah, he he does. He's 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 a very intelligent player. He's you know people don't realize how intelligent he is. Let me put it like that. And he he had a very good great game. He was the man of the match by to me by a mile. By yeah. a mile. and maybe Verratti too. Verratti was sensational in that midfield, and I was I was impressed. Do you guys think that? Uh, the audition was over for the, him moving to Madrid in the summer. Was this an audition or he just sealed the deal that night? Well, the one thing I will say is uh, I know him and LeBron have some connection to like Nike, but he does have a bit of LeBron in him where he does things somehow for the show of it. I don't know if you saw, just to link the basketball and like football aspects. At the end of this game, he did an interview. I can't remember with who. I think Moon, um, might have been Moon, Mundiale, Mundo Deportivo. He did that interview in Spanish, which doesn't say a lot, but he did. And then there's and then there's the link with like LeBron, where this, I think this um this All Star game, I don't even think he was asked about it, but he said that yeah, Cleveland are very lucky to have three calves to have three calves at the at the All Star game. Him, Jared Allen, and Darius Garland, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Was the sort of thing where both of them, they sort of, they sort of, how do I put this? They sort of do these things as always like hints, as like dropping signs. So I, I do feel like, it's, I mean, I say, what's it called? As an audition, it was a great audition. He, he performed beautifully. And I think it also, it kind of hinted, looking at what how we are performing in this game, the width just didn't really seem to be there. There was no real spark in the game, even though Vinicius probably should have been the one providing that. It never really came and it really shows what they're lacking in this. Yeah, I mean, I I think even it goes back to, I think even when they played, uh, PSG played against um, Barcelona, I think it was last season in the Champions League, I think he scored a hat-trick or something like that. Was it something? I think he scored a hat yeah, scored the goal yes, from the, the box and then, it, yeah. I think that was even. I mean, obviously, it's, it's it's not against Madrid, but that's the two times that he has played against the Spanish Giants. He's been like he's shown like, yo, I'm ready to come to this league. I'm ready to to take over from from. Obviously, it's not going to be Barcelona. It's going to be Madrid, but he 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 really turns it on when he's I, I guess against Spanish opposition because he I I think he wants to show. The, his 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 metal against you know the the, the top guys in, in Spain. So yeah, man. Honestly, I mean the game the game uh, on on Tuesday when he, he killed it, it was 
yeah, is as good an audition as, as you're going to get pretty much. And, and against um, yeah, against these guys, is, uh, that was insane, man. But yeah, I mean, he's a top player, man. He's a top player. He's a, he's a, he's, bro, he's 20, he's 23 right now. He's, yeah, he's killing it, man. He's killing it. Okay, okay. So, um, Lashen, can you just talk, let's please run through the, um, the results, league results. Let's run through them quickly. So, during the week as well, like, um, United played against, United were playing against Brighton the time that PSG were playing against RM. Yeah, they won their game 2-0 against Brighton. Uh, and then on the weekend, there was a uh, West Ham Newcastle uh, 1-1. Uh, I mentioned them because obviously they're in the top four race. Uh, Arsenal uh, 2-1 against Brentford. Uh, Chelsea winning last couple of minutes against Crystal Palace. Uh, 1-0. That was with uh, Ziyech goal. Uh, Liverpool 3-1 against Norwich. Norwich went ahead and then yeah, Liverpool just turned it around. Um, the the big game of, of Saturday was CC Spurs. You know, like, I mean, that was... I was, uh, I was Barclays, man. I was proper Barclays with uh, CC Business Spurs. Uh, CC Business Spurs. Spurs Business City 3 2. Uh, Kane Masterclass, uh, two goals. Um, yeah, CC, CC lost. I, I mean, I think CC have lost so many way against these guys, against uh, Tottenham. I think they yeah. lost uh, at the beginning of the season and then now they've lost again. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess Spurs really have uh, CC's number. And then uh, United, two wins in a week. Uh, they won today against Leeds on a very, very horrible, horrible, horrible pitch. But yeah, they managed to four two. Sorry, it wasn't three two. No, it was four two. Yeah, yeah. Fred scored and then Langa scored, and then yeah, Wolves against Leicester two one. That was the, that was the last game of the weekend. So, yeah, that was that was what happened. And then on the continent, uh, Atletico beat uh, Osasuna three zero. RM beats Deportivo three zero. Uh, Barcelona beats Valencia four one. Aubameyang gets in. Uh, Getting a brace on his first, uh, on his first. Wasn't it a hat trick? A hat trick. Well, it was a, it was a hat trick, but I guess the last one was on his back. So, yeah. I mean, is hey, that not part of his body? Yeah. If he touches his hand, they won't count as the goal. Now. So it should be his goal. Okay. I'm sure they will check all those things. Yes, I'm sure it should be a hat trick. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I guess he he scored a hat trick. Well, I mean, in any case, it was a. It was a good performance from him. Uh, first starts, first couple of goals, first uh, hat trick for him against Valencia, and then Nantes beats PSG three one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Neymar penalty was coming. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That, that penalty was was egregious, but he passed it to the keeper. But yeah, and then um, Inter Inter just lost to Sassuolo two uh, zero. They, they had a chance to go top of the the Syria. But yeah, I think it's still Milan there or something. So yeah, that's that's was a huge loss for them. And then lastly, Dortmund beats Gladbach six 0 Royce two goals, Ooh. three assists. So yeah, that was a and and so far score gave him a ten wow. rating. I mean, I wonder what uh, I wonder what uh, does Lekip do Bundesliga rated? I uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think that should be a 10, 10, 10 rating. But yeah, so far score gave him a 10 point rating because that was a that was a masterclass. Yeah. So yeah, that was that's the results of the week weekend. So for um I want to talk about the Man City game. Man City Tottenham. Conte killed it for me. I was surprised they started Kulivsky. How do you pronounce that guy's name? Kulusevsky. I was a bit surprised. Kulusevsky. I was a bit surprised he started. But this tactic was something that Mario comes up with 
everybody, the bigger coaches who are defensive, come up with against Man City. And the high line was too criminal. It was unnecessarily criminal. And they killed them. This game was the best game I've seen Harry Kane ever play in my life. I, I, I know I haven't watched 200 of Harry Kane games. I've watched a lot. But this was, he, he didn't score a three or four or five. But he was absolutely dominant. He was dropping nicely. And because he was dropping nicely into the midfield, there was nobody running or, you know, tracking him down. So he never had to stay with the center halves all night long. He never had to stay with them because they couldn't follow him around. The midfielders didn't know what to do with him. And Son and Kulusevsky were winning runners all night. One person that even surprised me in this game was was um this this English kid, the left back, left. Right. Young had a very quietly had a very good name, good game because he was able to stretch that, make the pitch as wide as possible, made that pitch as wide as possible, and he was always overlapping and helping, and and of course that that did not go down well with Kyle Walker because him and um, Son really combined properly. Of course, with Harry Kane just dropping dimes all over the pitch. And of course, I loved also the tactical fouls that um, Tottenham came up with. Hoiberg um, was the king of all, all those kind of things. They deserved the win. Man City didn't play well enough to deserve any result from it. They dominated possession, but... I think I think sometimes when we when when folks play that um, low block and counter, if you don't have the right players, it doesn't work out well. And I think that United did. The counters were good. They were precise. They knew what they were doing per time, you know. And mm. they never allowed um, Man City to recover. So they were almost always shapeless. Almost always shapeless. So guys, uh, Olisa. Yeah. That game. It was really, it was really, really good, and it's um like Shevin, Shevin called it pure about please. This is like this fixture always serves up. It's a fixture, Champions League, Premier League. I guess it's a fixture where unnatural things just happen. So it was a really, you know, really, really enjoyable game. It was, it was really fun. That's 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 really that's really much of what I have to say for it. It was really, really fun and really blows the title race open. I was shocked when I checked when I checked the table, and it's only six points between Liverpool and City, who. Liverpool who still have a game in hand to play as well. Okay, okay. Um, well, I mean, just touch on that. Okay. Just touch on that. Okay. Uh, City had gone f- with, I think, fourteen out of fifteen games. They had gone. Uh, they had gotten victories in fourteen out of fifteen games, and Liverpool is still within touching distance of them. Right? Yeah. I mean, just an aside, but that just shows like the quality that both of these teams are really. Are really showing that like at this at, for the past oh, yeah. three, four years now it's it's, it's 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 a really high level i mean live uh, chelsea was meant to come this season after winning the champions league and really like worry about that but they are not anywhere close they are not anywhere those guys are those two city and liverpool they are they are insane right now that, that's what i wanted to add on that point last, the last thing just just um, purely i was going to say um probably one sub in that game and I think it's justifiable because I looked at the bench and it's just who would he have actually brought on? Because for a squad that he they spent so much money on. Jesus. Was he on the bench? He wasn't on the bench. He wasn't. 
it was the two young kids that were on the bench those they are academy players and what's happening with Grealish she's injured it says he's injured yeah she shouldn't enjoy until March or so yeah okay all right I don't know Arsenal keep on rolling on they had they had a very good um, a decent game let me not say very good game two on flat Brentford the scoreline flattered Brentford not that Arsenal really created tons of chances one thing I noticed is that Arsenal deserved a penalty or two at least in this game and for the last couple you know I've seen a couple of games this season where men handballs and everything and they don't get it what's going on with the refereeing against Arsenal or with Arsenal games Yo, yo, it's 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 nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, I've listened to after the game, I'll listen to a podcast with people's like opinions about this, and it's more or less the same. Like, how far? What's happening? Is it that uh, the the players are not getting in in the face of the referees enough, or they are getting in the face of the referees, and the referees are like, oh no, back off! Like, you can't come and and chat. You know, tell me how to do my job. Like, you know, (laughs) like a Nigerian policeman or something. You know, so I honestly. I really don't know. I really don't know. Like it's it's it's. I mean, the there was this passage of play, whereby um, Cedric gets the ball um, from the outside of the box, shoots it. The the the, the Brentford uh, midfielder, I think it was I think it was Wissa, turns his back on this, hits his elbow. Okay, cool. That goes out. I think the the yeah. top square corner, uh, the, <laughs> the flat out cleaned out Ben White. He gets up on it and then he gets to Lacazette. They clean two people clean him out. Is the the keeper and then the the oncoming defender no 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 check even so yeah i don't know man it's it's uh you can't for these kind of things like you can't really you can't really say why is this happening in terms of um why is the decisions going against you you just have to for me i think it serves like it shows that you're getting into the box more because you can never ever get like penalty decisions or penalty like questions or whatever if you don't have enough penalty box action so yeah it's, it's just I, I i think you can look at it as okay cool this is just us now being more in the box of the opponents and then that just creates more chances whereby you know that at a certain point you're going to get a penalty i mean like this has won four penalties this season uh i think he has scored a couple and then he has missed one so it's you know you just yeah, I mean, you can't you can't uh, legislate for referees not being good at their job. You can only say, okay, we're getting into the box more, so that's a good thing. Okay, okay. So um, let's move to mind you. Okay, no, let me let me let me talk about Chelsea. Everybody has been um, been ranting about how yeah they won one year. <sighs> Lukaku just looks like a fish out of water, and I think Lukaku continue, continue. Sorry, I said four weeks ago or five weeks ago I was asking is Chelsea's attack better than Arsenal they say ah no they are better they are better they are better I'm telling you right now they are not better than Arsenal I'm telling you right I'm not even this is I'm not playing this is not agenda for real they are not better than Arsenal's attack you can't come uh-huh. that's all I wanted to say mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. so um, Chelsea Lukaku I think is a player that needs to be micromanaged I don't think he's a player that you just tell him you know 
stay in the box or do this. I think he needs to be micromanaged. Specific things he needs to do part-time in the game. When mm-hmm. the ball comes to decide what you should do. When this happens, this is what you should do. How yeah. to make your runs. How to... I think he's somebody that he needs a full book every single game he comes on. And that's yeah. what I think that is where coaching comes in. You know? Um, Conte is a supremely gifted coach for that. He's a coach, not just a manager. And I think yeah. that that is one thing that he keeps struggling with. Where he meets people who don't really tell him, you know, at this level, of course, there's they are not supposed to be telling you everything. You're supposed to know this, know that. There are some basics. But I think he's a player that needs micro-managing, micro-coaching for him to, for, for us to get the best out of him. Martinez too is somebody that is a coach. He's a training ground guy. He gets things, do this, move like this, get your positions right like this. When the ball is on the right, cut across the first defender, all those kind of conversations. Or when somebody, when your left back holds the ball, drop 10 yards, all those kind of yeah. specific instructions. Because if not, he just stands like a log of and has seven touches in night, you know, for a whole game. Of course, if the seven touches, one of them entered the back of the net, nobody would be talking about it. But he had only seven touches. Only seven. A player had seven touches in a game. Seven. Too bad. Olisa. I think, uh, how do I press it? I think it's the case of where United and Chelsea bought him essentially to be what he kind of is. Where... Do you get what I mean? Like in the main situation that we've seen Lukaku succeed, it's I'm not not like not like Belgium is exactly like this. But situations where he gets to kind of drift off to the right, he can come he can come in more not not always like off like um in transition or so, but more in that sort of role where he has space. There's the other players, other players like creating space for him, and he just doesn't get to do that at Chelsea. And I don't I don't really think that that's something that they can necessarily solve regarding the personnel that they have and the way like Tudor wants to play. You know they, they want to play. They want to play in like that three. You know that three four three system. Play up the pitch. Have the high line. So they can't really do that for him. So it's it's kind of sad because I really I really do like Lukaku. I really I really want him to succeed in this club. I don't know where they go from here. All right, let's 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 move to let's move to Spain. Let's just touch on one or two things. Suarez calls arguably the goal of the season the Norwich kind of goals that he used to score when he was in Liverpool every season those is half field goals and Suarez just right now Suarez is just playing on like Olaja would say vibes and playing on intelligence he doesn't have the physical attributes that he used to have but right now he's just doing his thing and getting as many goals as possible as he can and this goal this game was 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 one of them great goal great pass from Felix, I don't, I, I don't even know what to expect in Atletico versus Manu in this first leg of this Champions League this weekend, um, this midweek. I don't know what to expect. The two teams, you do not know what is going to happen. I just hope Atletico doesn't sit back because Manu is not really. <laughs> Manu have won the last couple of games, but Manu is Jekyll and Hyde in their cup in their play. They, they don't, they play well today, not play well tomorrow. Play well, give you five, six. Um, um, versions of mine in a particular game, and you know, so I, I really do not know what's what's going on with that. So, Atletico just looks like it's a lost season for them. They need to regroup. 
saw also Madrid. If Benzema and uh, Vini are not on their game, they really don't do anything in the attack. With the sprinkling of goals here from Asensio, I don't really know. I, the, the Spanish teams are not just are not just serious to me. They are not just serious. They are not planning well. You know, they need to get money back into that into that league and you know get a lot of. Should I even? They have a lot of good coaches, young coaches, but they also need to get some top players back into that. Into what, that what, league what do you guys well. think of, uh, of of Barcelona so far and Javi's progress? It's something. So so, let me just put it like that. So so, it's yep. some. You know, I mean, we'll see. I do like I do like um the young you know like infusion of young talent that they have so i'm kind of interested to see where it's going i did i saw i saw a report this week though and it was a madrid reporter so people like doubted his like credibility on it but it was talking about them them not wanting to um shabby not being fond of arujo so them kind of wanting to let him go but i don't know he's he's okay i don't know That's yeah, i mean best defender yeah defender by him yeah i think i think he's their best but i also don't think he's that good funny enough <laughs> Was it what, what game? I think last week they played against uh, the game that they, I can't remember what they played against. That's uh, it was uh, what's his name, Eric Garcia Howler. Like he comes, oh, yeah. yeah. I can't, bro. Who did they play against? Was some some team like this that beat them? This guy, this guy scored. I had a, uh, I think it was a uh, Betsy's or something like that. But, anyways, bro, Garcia is, is not a good defender. That's 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 what I want to say. Like his his um, he he dropped, he dropped, he 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 rose. Like he, he went up the line and then the ball just went over his head. Yeah, chest controls it and just passes into the nest. And it was like, yo, it was poor defending. So yeah, I mean, like talking talking about Barcelona, I mean, they're fourth right now. So yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think I think he has done well. I think he has done a good job, especially with the people that they have. I mean, Pedri scored today. They have Gavi. They have some couple couple uh, young 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 box. So honestly, man, I, I think that he's doing his thing man. and it's just four losses to be honest it's not that many losses yeah i also feel like it's i guess a lot of things with football is just to mood at least we don't think of barcelona now as like a, a melting pot like a complete disaster like we did with um you know what's his name again i forgot i completely forgot his name Ronald Koeman. yeah like and every week he was i guess he just wanted to get sacked like every week he was complaining about something new so yeah it's good to at least have them be in a positive situation. Plus, Adama Traore looks fun. He really looks fun in Barcelona. So. Yeah. I'm above me. Okay, so, um, so you guys touched on Inter lost last couple of games. And they've lost ground. They've lost ground. They've lost three of the last four games. Two in the league. Uh, um, two in the league. One in the Champions League. You know? What's going on with Inter? Is this just some, you know, mid-season crisis, or this is not crisis? Hello. Who wants to go for it? I, Honestly, I don't have this one. Um, I don't follow. So I, I, I didn't watch the game. I saw the results, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a funny one for Inter because. They are really, I mean, they have they have they're on 54 points right now. Uh, but then they have a game in hand on Milan, who is on 56. And uh yeah, so 25 games played for Inter, 26 for Milan. So it's kind of like 
it's, it's I mean they, they win their next game then obviously they go ahead but I think for them the problem what well, not not so exter- not internally but I think externally the problem the the issue for them now is like they have to really be on it now because it's not just AC Milan that is in the race it's also Napoli because they've gotten Osimhen back and then that's that's obviously a big boost for them so uh, for for Napoli of course so honestly I mean I, I mean it happens man they have, they've gone on quite a slump I, I, they were winning their their cup games though so uh, you never yeah, I mean you don't know it's just a yeah, couple couple bad results have gone against them and then uh, they just need to regroup but regroup really quickly because if if it's not AC Milan that that's that stays ahead of them then it's going to be Napoli and uh, that's yeah they they can't have two people ahead of them after winning the league last season so yeah all right, all right, oh, all right. Okay. Um, Olaf Dragon, thank you. So, thank you very much for your contribution this time around. Um, so we'll move on to NFL. Um, Olisa. Yeah. Talk about the Super Bowl. Well, I did say I did say the Rams would win, so I just want to just want to point that out. Well. <laughs> I mean, it was everything. It was everything that logic said should happen. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was a you know like a resounding victory or like a conf- or like a you know confident win for the Rams. It was 24-20, Um, yeah, Rams. Rams by f- was it? Yeah, twenty-four twenty. Rams by four. But it was 20, 20, 20, 20. oh twenty-three twenty. Yeah, because they missed the PAT. Yeah, so 23-20. and there was a game that kind of kind of swung in between, kind of you know kind of wasn't explosive i saw people saying that it wasn't wasn't really an enjoyable game i disagree i felt like it was really nice but it was more of a defensive defensive game and what really came down to was that the especially in the second half the Bengals offensive line crumbled they couldn't block anymore they couldn't hold aaron donald they especially couldn't hold von miller so there was really so there was really nothing they could do about that it gets to the point where some of the play calls were just, were just weird so neither team could actually run the ball i guess cincinnati kind of could but the rams especially just couldn't and then they came down to it and cooper cup made you know he made super bowl mvp type plays he caught he took he took every single catch brought them up the field single-handedly and then got, and then gets the touchdown gets a touchdown catch on um on eli apple also i should mention just i forgot about him was because he didn't play the second half but Odell beckham was explosive explosive on a different level he really especially in that first half he stretched the game in a way where it felt like it felt like if he played the full game it might not have even been close so it was a, i felt like it was a really entertaining game all around and uh yeah i also just just to say i, I think and i did mention cooper cup winning mvp i don't think he should have won it i really do i really do think it should have been aaron donald honestly well i i, I think i think um Yes, you know, in the American media, you know, they've had a dilemma should they have been Cooper Cup. They're not really not against Cooper Cup. They had two touchdowns, yeah. the winning touchdown, and yeah. the last couple of the winning play, 15, essentially. 15 drives, you know, as they went up the pitch, it was only him and uh, who was his name? That white Tyson, forgotten his name. And Stafford, you know, yeah. everybody in the whole stadium knew you were passing to cooper cup and yet he caught every ball drove them off the pitch got got the touchdown that they required so i think they also looked at that and said okay yeah and he had two touchdowns 
I, I just feel for Odell. He can't just catch a break. I heard he's an ACL. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he just can't catch a break. He just can't catch a break. It's out for 11 months. By the time he comes back, he'll be about 30. So, yeah. that's a big, that's a big blow for, for him. Not just, not just the Rams or something. I don't know whether they will resign him. I thought, I thought, um, Aaron Donald was absolutely crazy, especially that last sack was insane. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. insane. And to think that he's, he, you know, he's not six foot four, six foot five. He's just six foot zero. Yeah, he's like six. Yeah, it's like six one six zero. Yeah. He's a boy. He's a man mountain. He's a. Ma- he's already a hall of famer. Rumors had it. Yeah. Like this was his last game as a player. He's coming back. Whether that's true, whether he's coming back. You know, we'll find out all those kind of things over the next couple of weeks and months. But right now, let him bask in it. So let's move on finally to, um, not finally, to um, NBA All-Star Weekend. Talk about it, what's going on. What's going on right now? So I, I, actually, didn't, I actually didn't watch much of it. But there was the there was the Rising Stars Challenge, which which was pretty fun. I mean, it was... Um, they they had the they had the four different teams in, in a new format as opposed to the previous years where it would have been either USA versus World or like um soft, sophomore versus rookie they had it this year where it was four different teams and then there's legends who pick who pick um pick from a pool of players whether they be G League players like G League rookies um or like sophomores and rookies in the NBA so that 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 went out pretty that went out pretty nice Jalen Green took a a really Really out, a, I was going to say bad, a terrible step back three with the game with the game on the line one point one point to win misses it, and then Team Isaiah Team Isaiah wins it wins it with two free throws I think by Desmond Bain, but then the the real talk of everything was the I mean there was a three point contest I, sh- I should mention that um Carl Anthony Towns wins that in a pretty pretty exciting pretty exciting uh, competition probably the most exciting thing of the day, but the thing everyone's talking about is the slam dunk contest which. <laughs> which uh, everyone could have told you beforehand was going to be bad. So it is kind of, it is kind of funny that everyone saying, "Oh my god, it was so bad, it was terrible." We, we kind of knew this, but I guess in a I guess in a way it was it was even cornier than you would have imagined. Where there were the things like I think it was was it Jalen Green who had like the NFT on the phone that was on, that was hanging off his neck, and then he misses like eight dunks. Then there's um. Whatever Cole Anthony was doing the entire time, the dunk he had when wearing like his dad's jersey and um and Tim's as like a New York tribute or something. The whole thing was kind of weird. I don't really know. I don't really know what, what the whole thing was about. And like, like you mentioned earlier, no fifties. It's it's really it's really impressive to have a slam dunk contest with not one fifty. So well, I, I I think that for the slam dunk contest, as long as all these young shall grow kind of players are the ones doing it, yeah, you know, it will not catch its vibe. But once it's supposed to be the top end of the you know of the player spectrum, the Yanises, all those kind of guys going yeah. for smart reforms, Jamorant maybe those yeah. kind of things. I think I think they will be able to catch more fire probably prepare more because you know the competitive spirit is there yeah you know, maybe lebron should do his final one maybe nah, he should i think do he's one. sorry maybe he should just do one before yeah. he goes 
he, he owes the NBA a slam dunk contest. I think that would be a better thing than having all this, um, let me use the word, no-name players, you know, yeah. and then you're now not putting up great dunks. So you just don't help matters, man. You don't just help matters. I think the thing is, okay, especially so, uh, like just just real quick on just, just real quick on this as like a last thing. I think the thing is like, uh, not that not that like stars have never like big stars in the league have never like done the All Star game. I mean, there was like there was Dominique and like MJ, but like especially since the two thousands when they brought the All Star when they brought it back after like nineteen ninety seven. Since then, we haven't really had like bona fide stars do it. But what's more, what's more been is we've had like players who were on the verge of becoming stars so like vince carter 2000 or like hmm, i think a really good example or like, yeah eh, he never became a star but yeah like he he like he has, a, has like a really good dunker kobe in 90 in 97 who else uh like zach levine zach levine so like it's never actually been stars but it's been players who like at least could put like put on a show because like most of the all-star game is it's more, most of like the Oh, yeah, bright. Yeah, I going to say that. Yeah, bright, bright. Like most of like the common thing with all these guys is like it's not even necessarily about being stars, but like there's a there's a force of charisma that kind of that kind of shows up in the dunk contest. Like if you go back and watch like the entire Vince Carter dunk contest for 2000, the charisma jumps off the entire time he's there. Like the dunks are impressive. The way he commands the arena is something else. And when you watch someone, especially Cole Anthony, when I was watching it. It doesn't feel. It feels like. It kind of feels like a parody half the time. And I don't mean to like be, you know, be offensive about this, but that's just how it feels. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel consequential. It doesn't feel important half the time. So. All right. Well, the All Star Weekend is for showmanship. It's for yeah. fun. It's for the fans. It's for celebs. You know, it's for bringing out. It's for the craftsmanship of the game. You know, yeah. not just the whole um, competitive edge and competitive spirit about it. Yet we want it, but we want that done in style. And yeah. this dunk contest did not show any of that. So finally, um, a, a, a shocking news came out over the weekend, over the last couple of days. One of um, Africa's greatest um, female athletes, she's 33. She got a 10-year ban, you know for doping five years for doping and five years for not cooperating if you read the whole story and the, the whole article about it it seems like she did that stuff and she really wasn't cooperating she didn't give up her phone her email and stuff like that because it's a whole syndicate yeah. you have anything to say about it melissa but well, uh, you mentioned a uh, 10-year ban for multiple prohibited substances including um hgh and epo so five, 10 year, 10 year, five and five and five ten year ban effectively ending her career it's it's a sad way to go out especially especially with the you know lack of cooperation about it it's it's tough because you know if indicate in the situation in which she you know if she did cooperate this could have been if a, a three or four who knows you know but that's that's just where it is it it does it does need a bleak mark. Whether yeah, she's thirty three. True, true, true. Have ended anyway. Any ban more than one year, she was, she ended was it. already. So mm. once, so once it's three or four men, that's she'll be thirty seven. Mm. I remember, you know, this is three. You know. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Came on, 
Shame, 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 shame for such an illustrious career. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> okay. So on this sad note, we end um, a, a very fun weekend. Man City, Tottenham, Real Madrid, everybody. All-Star Weekend, we talked about the Super Bowl. Make sure you check us on all podcast platforms is between the lines. We're with me this time around. Thank you guys and good night. Good night. All right.